What's going on, good people? It's your host, the one and only John of the Giant, welcoming you to the Giant Fundamentals podcast, where we bridge the gap between sports, mental health, and life. What does Lamar Jackson's contract talks with the Ravens say about his mindset? Now, I got to let you know that I, man, doing the research for this podcast, it really excited me and it it inspired me. And I'm like, man, I just can't wait to get this thing out because just seeing Lamar Jackson, where he's come from, who he is as a man, uh, it's just, man, I just have to say, I have to share this with the world. Like it is phenomenal on how he's carried himself throughout not just his tenure in NFL, but his entire life in general. Now, here, here's here's the deal. Here's what I need you to understand is that, if, if you don't know, Lamar Jackson is an NFL quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. He's entering his fifth year in the NFL, and he's... He's up for a, a new contract. Now, there's been talks all summer about him negotiating his contract and getting the big contract. And recently, another NFL quarterback for the Denver Broncos, um, Russell Wilson, has recently got a contract for over $250 million. So, because this is what the market is giving for quarterbacks at that caliber, Lamar Jackson is expected to get that much. However, the talk stalled. He was supposed to get it done before the season started, but things fell through. It didn't get done. So, now he has to enter into his fifth year on his rookie contract. Because it didn't get done. Now, here's the thing. For me, the bigger deal is that Lamar enters into these contract talks with the Baltimore Ravens without having an agent. Now, I mean, you hear a couple of players here and there have done this where they don't have an agent, but it's very far and few. But for Lamar, a player at his caliber, to go to the table with these men who have been running this system for years upon years upon years, even before Lamar was born, for him to sit at the table with them and say, you know what? I don't need an agent. I want to work this out between you and I, no middleman. I want to represent myself. That's a big deal. But here's the thing that's even a bigger deal than that. If you don't know who Lamar Jackson is, and if you're listening to this podcast, you love sports, I'm sure you know who Lamar Jackson is. He is a black man coming from the hood of Pompano Beach, Florida. I was raised in North Miami, Florida. And it's about 40, 45 minutes away from Pompano Beach. And I've had the opportunity to actually go to Pompano Beach, Florida several times. Several times on NY because a few years ago, like five years ago, I was a life coach for kids transitioning out of the foster care system. So 
I would help them get into college, find jobs. Um, I would help them find a place to stay after they're getting out of the the um, foster care system. And I had clients who lived in Pompano Beach, Florida. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's one of those places where you do not want to get caught there late at night. You don't. If you're not from there, I hope you know somebody that lives there because you can get caught up in a terrible situation, if you understand what I mean. Drugs, gang violence, the whole nine. This was, this is, I should say, Pompano Beach, Florida. And this is where Lamar comes from. So you're telling me a young black male coming from the hood of hoods sitting at the table with these wealthy men who have been running this good old boy system for however long. I'm just going to keep it real. Like, you know, we have the NFL and then we have the NBA. Now we know with the NBA is, is more equality. You know, they put blacks, you know, kind of on the same level as the whites, right? Of the Caucasians. But NFL, it's not the same. You know, NBA, you got you have black owners, you have black coaches, you have black general managers, you have black presidents of basketball operations. NFL, you don't really have that. You don't. There's not one black owner. Black coaches are very far and few. And I, I mean, don't, don't, I mean, you can fact check me on this, but I don't think there is any black general managers or president of football operations in the NFL. It's a good old boy system. So for me, for me, looking at Lamar Jackson to sit at the table and say, hey, you know, I'm going to work my own contract with you guys. It speaks a lot to his mindset into who he believes himself to be as a person. That's that's that, to me that is the 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 biggest thing. And what I love about Lamar is that people may see, "Oh wow, you know he he's going to the table like he he's not having a, a, a an agent." Wow, like that that's impressive, but here's the thing. Lamar has always gone against the grain and he's always defied the odds ever since he was young. You see, he wasn't a highly ranked quarterback coming out of high school. He was ranked anywhere between um, 50 and 80th as far as like top players coming out of high school. He has a few colleges that look to recruit him. I know uh, the Florida Gators were one of those schools. But every single school that recruited him going into college wanted him to split time at quarterback or another position because Lamar is uh, supremely athletic. I think he clocked like a 4.3 in a 40-yard dash in high school and college. Like, he's crazy athletic. So they're like, hey, you know, split time at wide receiver, play these other positions. But Lamar is like, no. Nah. So he chose the school that promised him that he would only be playing quarterback. And that was Louisville. And he killed it at Louisville. He won the Heisman Trophy. 
And I believe one year he actually came in the top three of winning the Heisman Trophy. I believe that's the year uh, Baker Mayfield won it. So he was no scrub. He was balling out in high school, 100%. But in 2018, he said, look, I'm going to get into the NFL draft. And when he decided to get into the NFL draft, it happened again. People were telling him, hey, look, hey, you got to, you know, uh, consider, you know, playing wide receiver. Consider playing another position because you're just so fast. And it got to a point when they had the combine right before, you know, that's the skills test, I guess you can say, before uh, a player goes into the NFL, all the teams come together, all the, the people who make the decisions go to the combine and they they look at how high, how fast, how strong every player is. And that's how one of the ways they evaluate them. And they wanted Lamar to run the 40 yard dash. Lamar said, no, <laughs> he said, I will not. And he did not. And here's why that's so significant, significant, because if he does run that 40 yard dash then there's talks that, oh, yeah, you see, this is why you should do receiver because we could use you like this, you could be that, so on and so forth. But Lamar was dead set on playing QB. And anything outside of that, he was not feeling it. He was not dealing with it. Then the 2018 NFL draft comes up. Lamar is selected the last player in the first round. Last player in the first round by the Baltimore Ravens. And you see, you have to understand, right? If you don't understand, I need you to understand that there is a major stigma against black quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, they can put fans in the seats. They can razzle and dazzle. They will put on a good show. But the stigma is, at the end of the day, the quarterbacks who are hyper-athletic they cannot win the big game. They cannot win the Super Bowl. That's That's been the knock on black quarterbacks who are athletic forever. And they're saying, you know, black quarterbacks are not as cerebral as the white quarterback. It's a bunch of nonsense. Like I said, in my opinion, it's a good old boy system. I feel like things are probably changing a little bit. But it, it's still the way that it is. So... Lamar is going against all of that. <laughs> He's going against all of that. So what, what does Lamar Jackson's contract talk say about his mindset and who he is as a person? The way that he's carried himself from the time he played Pop Warner football to now, what does that say about his mindset? And the thing that it says is that he has a strong concept of self. He understands himself. He knows what he wants and he's willing to do whatever it takes to get what he wants and move in the direction of what he wants. Because like I said, this is a 25 year old black male coming from the hood of hoods, Pomino Beach, Florida. They kept pushing him to play another position, but he said, no, I'm going to stick to quarterback. He chose a school that said, hey, we're just going to put you at quarterback. He was not budging. He was not moving. So the question is, how do you 
How do we get to a point where no matter what the rumblings are on the outside, in spite of the doubt, how do you get to a point where you can say you can have the Lamar Jackson mindset and be like, hey, you know, no matter what, this is what I'm going to do. This is the course I'm going to to stay on. It's simple. Four key things. One, you have to believe in your abilities. I remember hearing Lamar Jackson throwing a hundred yard pass in high school. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. Like he was just doing phenomenal things in high school. Like it's amazing. He believed in his abilities. So whatever your ability is, you have to truly believe in it. Number two, you have to have an excellent social support, family members, friends, mentors, so on and so forth. Lamar had coaches telling him, man, you're going to be great one day. And it, they truly believed it because they kept him at that position of quarterback. He had a mom. That was his rock. That was his support. Like, you have to have a great social support. Number three, you have to work on your abilities. Man, I heard that Lamar Jackson is a film junkie. He's in the film room. He's studying. You see, we look at Tiger Woods, LeBron James, Serena Williams, Tom Brady. We look at these athletes and like, oh, wow, they're just so amazing. They're just so great. They, they're just, ah, wow, they're so talented. Yes, God gave them the, the talent. But guess what? If you want to keep it, you got to work on it and you got to do the little things. And this is something that Lamar does as well. In the film room, in the weight room, practicing on his his throwing mechanics. True professional. And number four, you got to go with what feels right. You got to go with what feels right to you. I remember when I was in college, I, I played in this intramurals football league. And it was interesting because... Growing up, you know, playing sandlock football and being exposed to high school football because my cousin played quarterback, I developed the thing of loving to play quarterback. And so when my friends and I would play, I would always play quarterback. And I remember in the intramurals football league in college, I played quarterback. But guess what? You know, I was the biggest guy on the, on the field, like 6'7", 315 pounds, 305 pounds at the time. And... People on the sidelines like, yeah, hey, Jono's so big. Like, he should be on the line, and he should not be playing quarterback. And mind you, my team was trash, so you're only as good as the parts around you. So it didn't look good. But guess what? That doubt got into my head, and I was like, ah, oh, maybe I shouldn't. And so one of my – and then, you know, one of my teammates, you know, a close friend of mine that I grew up with, he was like, hey, you know, you want to, you know, make me quite play a good quarterback? And he's not even a better quarterback than me, nowhere near. But I was like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, no problem. And I got on the line. See, I didn't believe in myself. I doubted myself. I allowed the critics to get into my head. So how many times have you done that? How many times have you done that where you just didn't believe in yourself? And you see that that's the thing of having a, a strong concept of self. When you have a strong concept of self, things may things on the outside, like people and situations will attempt to rattle you and will attempt to make you doubt yourself. However, if you have a strong concept of self, you don't allow those things to bother you. You continue moving forward in faith, in belief that it's all going to work out in your favor at the end of the day. And if it doesn't work out in your favor, you can sleep well at night 
knowing that you did exactly what you wanted to do and you move forward with that and you can be happy with that. So let's take a page out of Lamar Jackson's book. Believe in yourself, bet on yourself and live happily with the results that come from it. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if this episode inspired you in any way, please subscribe and share it to as many athletes, coaches, and performers as possible. And this concludes today's episode. But before we go, remember the man that says he can and the man that says he can't are both right. Which one are you? Have a good one and I'll see you next time.